Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BevCast, the stars align for us to finish the fight. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BevCast. Hey, BevCast. BevCast. Episode 509. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's a formula. I'm going back to the O's. No more 500 and. Okay. It's. Except I just did that. So, Shit. We start ter- again. We're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, leading off the terrible, I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah. And yeah. what we do each and every wonderful episode of this year, man. What are we <laughs> doing? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's a rocket league. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we go and watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Uh, okay. Come in here and talk about it. The naked workings. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. I got one to five jocks and robot jocks. Where is this going? I don't it's know. It's mutated twice since you started doing this voice. <laughs> I'm not used to saying the words in other voices. Now it's Scottish. What the hell? <laughs> in other voices. Do you see the bamf guy? It was, it was Tom Hardy trying to sneak in with a little bit of an action. And it just morphed the wrong way. This is awful. <laughs> it went the wrong way. Everyone stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. they haven't stopped listening already, you telling them <laughs> right. not to Susan listen. Susan plays yeah. like, oh yeah. no, <laughs> don't worry. This episode wasn't directed by somebody. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, it was All directed right. by somebody else. All right, yeah. uh, but you know, we, we rate these bad movies. No more voice, just just my voice. Okay, uh, good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. I got one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Yeah. Yay. However, there are bad bad movies. So stay away. They get any negative songs. Get one to five bags. Listen, giant bags of trash. <laughs> uh, boo. Yeah. No one likes trash. The bane of our existence. <laughs> Stop it. It has nothing to do with this. <laughs> Everything has nothing to do with this. to do with this. <laughs> right. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, what Maniac, did we watch? Maniac Cop 3. Right. That's it's the film Badge of Silence. Yeah, Badge of Silence. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> bane could have been silent. No. He would have been taken Stop more it. seriously. Stop it. It has nothing to Stop do it. with this. <sighs> Yes, we watched the final Maniac Cop film All right. from nineteen ninety two. For the love of God, please explain to me why this is an Alan Smithy movie. I need to know, sir. Okay. I've been waiting eighty five plus minutes. <laughs> Here's a quick and dirty version. You know how long it took? Two oh, hours. Oh no, give us the long fucking version. No, no, You've no. been teasing this. I have not. Uh, it's not worth telling a long oh version God. of the story because it's not that interesting. Okay. So they had a plan they had a script in place to do Maniac Cop Three. It had a different lead character, not Robert DeVee. He was not coming back. It was going to be like a young black cop. Okay. Then they got funding and the people giving the money said, We don't want that. We want Robert DeVee. So Larry Cohen was like, If you want me to rewrite the script, you need to pay me. And they didn't have money for that. So what the director did was just film everything without the important bits and then the final cut of the film was like 50 minutes long okay so they had to pull flashbacks in and film like another person came in and filmed a bunch of stuff and so that's why eventually when this movie came out on blu-ray because it's an unrated cut dude was just like just take my name off of this so okay 
That's why. He was thoroughly disgusted with the whole thing by then. I uh, see. Well, I just, I think from a watching something, you know, a, actually coming up on the screen, I believe this is our first official Alan Smithy joint on the Bamcast. I mean, we've had plenty of other, like, oh, this person changed their name for some we've strange had fake reason. names. Yeah, yeah, lots of fake names. But Absolutely. Never but, the fake name. But I want to say there was one. Oh, possibly. <laughs> I feel like there was okay. in, like, the early days, but. Was it one of our, like, sci-fi movie bullshit things that were just like, no, I. Maybe, yeah. but it is impossible to search for. It's probably easier to do a Google search for something like that. Probably to, like, you know, to do a the most well known cross reference things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, to, again, according to this, no, nothing we did yeah. had. And again, this is also like recredited later, you right? Know, so yeah, when it came out, it still had the director's name on it. Right. So that's what happened. Mm-hmm. It was just a weird production thing of we don't have money to change the script, but we need to put this guy back in it, and that's why the movie doesn't make any sense <laughs> no not not a lot um uh, well, let's talk about who's in it okay uh robert davi right uh first of all the director william lustig who then took his name off uh did maniac cop one and two and uncle sam which we watched i believe two oh. years ago for the fourth of july <laughs> okay uh written by larry cohen who did maniac cop one and two uh cue the winged serpent the ambulance and uncle sam mm-hmm. uh so yeah they brought back robert davi you might know him best from License to Kill. Sure. I mean... I consider that a, a Bamfcast movie because that's our favorite Bond movie. Okay. Uh, he was also in seven other Bamfcast movies. Uh, Robert Zadar mm-hmm. from Samurai Cop. Right. And seven other Bamfcast movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like Super Fights? Wasn't he in Super Fights? Or no? Not... No. No, he was in Dragon Dragon. Dragon Dragon Fight. fight. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I was thinking of the right movie. I was like, Desert, he's wearing chainmail. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That. <laughs> that the, the movie that is our Six Degrees movie, because everyone's in that fucking mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Gretchen Becker, who was Kate, the cop who got shot. Okay. She was in Firehead. Great. Yeah. That's one of those that the trailer made that look like a much better movie than it really is. I haven't seen it, but I have seen the trailer, and I was like, those guys didn't like this movie? That trailer looks great. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. No. Okay. Not good. Uh, Paul Gleason. You might know Paul Gleason from Die Hard. Or, or Breakfast that, Club. Or, or yeah. that thing. Yeah. yeah. But he was, in, uh, he was in Doc Savage and Vigilante Force. Mm-hmm. Oh, we watched Doc Savage. We did. Yeah. I don't remember that. Uh, Oscar-nominated Robert Forster is in this. He is. He was in D Wars <laughs> and five other Banff guest movies. Probably those those other Larry Cohen movies because he's in all those. Uh, also, Oscar nominee Jackie Earl Haley was in Dolman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Julius Harris. He was in Shaft's Big Score, Trouble Man, Live and Let Die, Friday Foster, and Prayer of the Roller Boys. And then uh, Grand Bush, who. <laughs> <laughs> what also, a name. also from Die Hard with Robert DeVee they were the two FBI agents mm-hmm. uh, they share a scene together in this uh, he was also in Streets of Fire License to Kill Secret Agent Double O Soul mm-hmm. and Turbulence now was he Agent Johnson or Special Agent Johnson the other one <laughs> <laughs> so okay that's it uh, there are a few there are a couple other faces that pop up where you're like hey I know you like the the guy who uh, the, the Jamaican guy in the basement mm-hmm. uh, was in Mark for Death yep. yeah <laughs> Which, uh, okay yeah that figured that guy Mark was gonna death. come back but he just shows up in one scene to be like hey what are you doing down here <laughs> <laughs> everything's Irie yeah so Maniac Cop 3 yeah um, 
It is a brisk 85 minutes runtime. Yeah. More I, like I 80 minutes. More brisk. like There are parts of this movie where it just felt padded as shit. Oh, like, yeah, like, well, oh, yeah. Let's it's, film it's, him walking up the stairs slowly. Right. Like the, the entire opening credits and uh, the the story crawl that tells you a little bit about what's happened in the past. Um there's probably so seventy minutes of yeah. So of it shows Maniac like Cop three. They show and... like his whole funeral from the end of Maniac Cop two, but intercut with Julius Harris in a room somewhere chanting some voodoo stuff. That's the plot. The plot is voodoo stuff. Uh, sort yeah, of, yeah. But I guess. Also, I don't know why. There's, there's <laughs> I don't know why. There's no reason for it. Julius yeah. Har- J- Julius Harris basically resurrects Maniac Cop and says like. You you asked for this. You don't want to be at rest, right? Anyway, go do stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like three plots kind of throughout this movie, maybe more, but like three main plots, and they sort of intersect, but not really, because you've got Voodoo Guy wants to resurrect Maniac Cop for what feels like a purpose that never actually comes to pass. He doesn't pass have this. any... Yeah. It, there's no selfish reason. He's not like, I need you to avenge my boy, or... no. He's just like, hey, you didn't want to be dead, did you? All right, get out there and I don't even find feel something like it's to do. That I mean, it's just he gives him a story about like I can't resurrect anyone that doesn't want to come back. All right, you know, it's just like I didn't even tell you like I yeah. did it for you. I mean, well, like he does say like you obviously want to come back because I can't do anyone that doesn't want to come back. Right. So, but why was he doing that in the first place? Don't yeah. know. Yeah, but you never so, find out. Nope. Maniac comes back as a result of voodoo, but don't worry about that because not important. Very quickly, Vo- don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, is, there is a lady cop, young lady cop, who's. I don't know. She's never really given much of a backstory. It's just like she's kind of angry. Maniac Kate. She's Maniac Kate. Yeah. They're and, at the gun range. And Robert DeVee's kind of like her surrogate older brother, watcher, keeper, you know, like watch out for her mm-hmm. neighborhood. Father figure-ish. Yeah. By the way, not a character from the first two films. No. This lady. Nope. But she just kind of comes in, whines a little bit about like having some sort of like cop issues and like like st- I mean, it's just like ah, oh, the fucking DA down at city hall, goddamn right, mayor and blah blah blah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna go stop a crime and get shot. And basically, like she goes to, I mean, it's basically like she goes to she like doesn't say that. No. I mean, it's just like two seconds later, it's like oh, there's a there's a firefight at a drugstore with Jackie Earl Haley and. He's behind the bulletproof glass of the pharmacist's office. Well, well not yet. Not, not at first, yeah. First, he's just out in right. the open, and Fish. every time a cop comes in, he just blows them away, yeah. including one who doesn't even get past the door. Yeah, right. They yank this motherfucker back into the car, mm-hmm. uh, and that's when Kate, maniac Kate, mm-hmm. gets out of her car with, I don't know, Mac-10 or... <laughs> sure. Uh, it, it's an MP- little a gun she it. should not yeah. have. It's an MP5. <laughs> K, like really short one. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's oh, a five Kate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she just goes in there and is just like, eh, gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's the other thing is like she's supposed to be the like junior badass to Robert Levee, who cannot touch a gun without looking like, eh, it's a spider. Yeah. I mean, she did pretty good in the at the gun range, right? Sure, but, but this gun was just like, no. yeah, yeah. This was like, you get this guns. away from me. Like, yeah, the I actress know. was uncomfortable yes, with. Right. Yeah. Anyway, maybe she realized, hey, cops shouldn't have whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah. There's like half a second of like, I don't know. We have this weird relationship that's not sexual, just like. I, I'm watching out for you because I'm asking you about your own love life. And anyway, yeah. careful out there, kid. And then she's just like, 
I'm a badass who can't hold a submachine gun and I'm going to drop through the ceiling and oh no, I got shot. And so she's basically on life support. And then the movie just kind of shifts because it's like for no reason whatsoever, Maniac Cop gets this like Bride of Frankenstein thing with her. And it's like, I don't know why. I don't know why he's aware of her. I don't know yeah, how he knows. She's a cop that was wronged. Sure. That's that's sure. Because the, the yeah, yeah. another subplot is that there are these like scumbag freelance journalists mm-hmm. that roam around with a bunch of cameras and a police scanner and they're looking for like horrible crimes. Everything where that cops they are, are dying yeah. or three people have died or children die. Yeah, they're rating everything based on like how much they can sell it for. Right, one to five sure. jocks and robot jocks. Yeah. All that. They're weird. Um so they show up at the at the at the active situation yes. and film the whole thing, but then they sell a cut of it to the news channels that makes Kate look like she murdered um, murdered the, the suspect murdered the, and the innocent bystander who turns right. out wasn't innocent at all. Right. She was in on it and shot and yeah. is the one that so, got her shot. Basically. Okay. Right. Here's a weird thing about this is that so Jackie Earl Haley's character gets shot like six times and then goes to the hospital and then basically they just pull the bullets out of him and he's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this becomes a whole thing where it's like his lawyer has done like a settlement with the city for millions of dollars. Well, and I'm like, because they're looking at it like she just gunned down these I, people. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But like four cops died before that. Uh-huh. She didn't have anything to do with that. Nope. This guy was right. fucking murdering cops and high out on drugs out of his mind. Yep. And how this becomes a, hey, that's a bad shoot. You shouldn't have done that. It's like, well, the only evidence they had was like what these scumbags I sold. I know, but and it just... she was known to use excessive force. Sure. And not only did she use a non-departmental issued or non-department issued gun, the the uh, MP5. Yeah. She also apparently was using hollow points in her service pistol, which was yeah. not allowed. So it's like, which okay. this is the cul- they're taking advantage of the culmination of you know a, a pretty. It it it, Rash it, it career, barely makes but... sense. I mean, th- this movie is one of those where it's just, it, it's like latter day bad Friday the Thirteenth, where it's just like we need people that you won't feel that bad if we murder horrifically, you know. Where it's just like we need people of, of questionable moral car- character that, for no reason whatsoever, our silent killer is just going to be like, yeah, you, yeah, you've wronged somebody in my obsession well, area, and so like, so the you weird know, thing, you're going to pay yeah. for it. The weird thing about this character. Is that so? In the first film, he was just killing anyone, yeah. anyone, left and right, right, just murdering everyone. And the story of the first one was is that he was a good cop who went bad and then got murdered in prison. So then the second one, he's still murdering everybody left and right, but they figure out that the city framed him to cover up for their wrongdoings and sent him to jail wrongly, and he got killed. And that's why he's pissed off. And as soon as they say to him on a loudspeaker, like, hey, we're going to reopen your case and clear your name. He, from that point on, only murders the bad guys and becomes like a good maniac cop, which is <laughs> fucking stupid, but whatever. So his story concluded at the end of two. Like this, they just bring him back and he is, he's, it's almost like he's confused for the first third of this movie because mm-hmm. he's not doing anything. He's just standing around lurking. Like he doesn't do a single thing until he goes to the hospital and is standing out there and a jogger runs up on him and is just like, hey, man, you're a cop. Cops fucking suck. She got what she deserved. All you cops are fucking freaks. And he launches this dude in the air and then fills him with bullets before he hits the ground. What That's- I like to call the old yeet and skeet. <laughs> <laughs> yeet, skeet, and boogie. 
Ah, yeah. So that's what awakens his like, okay, I guess this is why I'm here now is to avenge the wrongs that have been done to this lady, except to the person who shot her. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what I mean. I mean, it's production fuck ups and and all that is the reason why this movie is a fucking jigsaw puzzle. and doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. And it's I mean, I don't know. I just. Sometimes that produces fascinating results. Sure. Um, most of the time, it just pisses me off. You, you know, like no, you, I, you, you know. have to look at this movie like a collection of scenes and right. not a cohesive story because it's not. Yeah. Uh, but the good thing about that is that some of the scenes are fucking great, <laughs> yeah. like really good. There's a lot of just like, oh, you're using every second of film that you shot. I get it. These scenes are going on far too long. But then, and also using shots from maniac cop one and two yeah uh especially man they for some reason flash back to his whole jury trial and going to jail again that scene has been in every fucking maniac cop and the the film is so old it was flickering during the flashback (laughs) not like an effect like it's a flashback it's like no this film has been worn down (laughs) we have played it so many times um but yeah, he just sometimes he just hangs out with Julius Harris in his weird underground church bunker mm-hmm. that he's converted to maybe a voodoo oh, yeah, den there, of some also, kind. He also now has there's there's layer tunnels under this hospital because most of the whole movie takes place in this hospital in, in and around this hospital. Right. I mean, there are various times when they go other places, but I mean, it's that's your central location throughout yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. And then yeah, there's just this dumb catacomb maze underneath it for some reason mm-hmm. and. That leads to the Jason Shack that we're, you know, I mean, it's just, <laughs> yes, it's, it's so, it's so like Jason-esque. It's not even like the other ones are like their own kind of interesting thing. This is just like, I don't know, shit out of Friday the 13th. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. It really. I mean, that's what basically, it like. I mean, this yeah. was just like, I, don't I mean, know. it also, it's, it's it, I mean, I'm not saying like everything he did was sound and logical in the way he killed people, but I mean, this is like, this is like, we're getting to the. Jason takes Manhattan, like, you know, punching the head off dumb shit. I mean, we've reached the, like, yeah, you it, know, with, it, the, with the Yeaton skeet. I mean, it's like, that's just... It's cartoonish. It's, yeah, it's stupid. It's uh, it's funny, but it's also sure. stupid. It's like, okay, we've just, we've reached that point. Yeah. That's where we're at. So, like, the, the, the doctor who operated on Kate and is basically just like, she's a vegetable. You just plant her in a rock garden. There's there's no hope for her. Yeah. Uh, wonderful bedside manner. Yeah. Dr. He's, Dr. Dick over there. He's fucking terrible. And really, Maniac Cop... Maniac Cop has never witnessed to any of these things. He just oh, he knows. Gets, mm-hmm. He gets a psychic sense that someone is being a dick to this lady. That so there's a scene where he's standing in the room and Robert DeVee is in there holding her hand, and then she has, even though she's brain dead, she has a dream that she is getting married to Maniac Cop, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she wakes up and freaks out for a few seconds because yeah, I would too. Um, and then this is their connection. Like, Maniac Cop is, like, all in on this. Well, Maniac Cop is in the room. Yeah, I know. He's hiding in the shadows. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's from this point on where he's like, I must defend her and she will be mine. Uh, but first, I must... Everyone who has ever even crossed her path in any way, I must deal with them. So the doctor who operated on her, who's a dick, gets uh, <laughs> gets paddle shocked to death mm-hmm. a bunch of times. He just he just he hears a noise and walks out of the locker room and just gets fucking paddled. Yeah. Um, oh no, he's uh he's going down on one of the like nurses or something with a stethoscope. <laughs> yeah, hey, they know. were playing doctor. Yeah, they were playing. Doctor. Uh, and uh, <laughs> maniac cop knocks on the door. Yes, hard so, to get his attention. 
Yeah. And then he goes out and gets yeah. Maniac Copped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, like, Defibrillated. He, he goes out to the roof and then Maniac Cop just shocks the stair railing that he's holding on to. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking like there's almost like a half second of thought to the kills matching their crime. Because I mean the, the kid that was like that got Eden skeeted was like, Oh, you guys are just a bunch of cowboys and he does a fucking cowboy trick. Sure. This guy has this oh, guy yeah. has no fucking heart. And he's he gets he gets oh, yeah. crash carted to yeah, death, yeah. you know. Good. So I mean, it's Good. like you know, I mean, okay. but I'm then, liking this theory. But, but I'm just saying, like, I think it fades from there because, like, what's Robert Forrester's fate? I mean, he's a arrogant asshole who's he yeah, gets so he comes, to death. I he mean, comes like, in because yeah. the the other doctor's dead. Right. <laughs> can I before we go on to that? Can mm-hmm. I just mention that like, uh, Dick Doctor Dick is <laughs> he's actually killed because. Maniac cop smushes his head between oh, yeah. the paddles and lifts him off the ground while mm-hmm. continuously yeah. shocking him with the defibrillator. Oh, yeah. For sure, we were going to get an exploding head out of that. Yeah, yeah. Didn't. It was fun though. Crash cart and burn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Robert Forster nice. comes in and he's just—he's like, "I'm a doctor down. I got to do this. I'm walking and talking through the ER. Put some dirt on that." And you know, <laughs> he's just barking orders at everybody. Um, he's just this weird swinging dick doctor who's just like, "I'm here." He's already lost the leg. Tie up that femoral artery. <laughs> yeah, and and Paul Gleason shows up. He's I guess the mayor's aide or something, and he's like, he's city hall schmuck. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, look, can you just take her off life support for reasons? We got the the consent form here. Just do it. And if yeah. you do it, I'll give you. And, and again, like in the briefest setup possible, because I mean, like Kate's like kind of a central character to the. I mean, she she becomes Kate McGuffin because it's like it doesn't mean anything. Love like, her on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's like. She barely has any setup. They bring her mother in for half a second just to kind of establish she might be mildly senile, sort of, mm-hmm. you know? And then it's just like, yeah, we talked to the old bird and she signed off on it, you know, ha she won't even know. And it's just like, all right, I get it, you know, like, yeah, you know, again, just like, I don't know, blanket, like, I don't know, it's like Clippy would come up and be like, I see you're trying to write a scumbag for, for your killer to kill. <laughs> right. Can I help you with that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so he just... They they cut to something else and then cut back and Robert Forrester gets hears a noise or gets distracted or something and walks into the X ray room and it's just like who left all this oh, stuff on the floor? Oh, he sees the light on the X ray. Right. is on. Yeah, he's like ah, who left all this on the floor? You better show yourself. And then Maniac Cop comes out and straps him to the table and stuffs a rag in his mouth and then X rays him to death. Yeah, that was a pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. rad death. <laughs> um, but then Paul Gleason meets up with Jackie Earl Haley's lawyer and she's like, ah, we're going to get millions from you guys. You're so, we got TV rights and all these things and we should go out sometime. And he's like, yeah, but the, okay. So maniac cop has broken in and is, is for some reason letting Jackie Earl Haley go. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uncuffs him from the bed and gives him a gun. And I think this was to distract so that he could go get Kate. Sure. Um, yes. but so he lets him go and then he lets everyone else in the prison ward go and they break out, and immediately it's just like <laughs> Paul Gleason and the lawyer, his lawyer are like, "Let's go on a date." Yeah, and then they both get fucking filled with lead from Jack Harrell Haley, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh man, I killed my lawyer." And the guy escaping with him is like, "They're free. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, get another one. They're free." Yeah. So, um, and then all of a sudden, like Robert Devee's there, and he's concocted this weird scheme where he's under a sheet on a gurney, just slowly rolling through the hallway, and they're like the hell is that chuck that's undercover oh I, uh, he's undercover right? mm-hmm. yeah and he pops out and is just like <laughs> blam blam uh so yeah it's it it's introducing a lot of characters who are all immediately dispatched quickly like no one has an arc in this it's just you're just here long enough to know that they're a dick and 
you're going to get maniac copped. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, basically. Um, it, I mean, it, I mean, it, the plot comes across like a scary movie where it's just like, I mean, like these scary movies. Not, oh, okay. Not I was going to say, movie. well, it kind of like, is a scary movie. <laughs> yes. It's I a mean, spooky movie. A, one of the scary movie movies. <laughs> the spoof yes, movies. The spoof movies. Just because it's like, Here's a random person that will show up, do a bit for half a second, then like, oh, no, I died. Yeah. Oh, you know, David Cross is here yeah, for the next 12 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like, I'll do a bit for half a second. Right. And like, uh, backstory, pshaw, I'm evil. <laughs> right. So you don't feel bad when I die. Yeah. Um, like the 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 nurse who is just becomes Robert DeVee's partner in this, basically, mm-hmm. has seen Maniac Cop in the hospital and followed him down to the basement. Um, and then Robert DeVee goes down to the basement and then he just connected. It's weird because they're told there's nothing down here. It used to go out to the other buildings. Now it doesn't go anywhere. But it goes straight to Julius Harris's lair. Um, the voodoo lounge. Yes. Yeah. I mean, do you think that maybe Mark for Death guy was like acting as kind of a guard for the lair? Maybe. Because it would I mean, have been there nice was to sign. maybe expand on that character Again, for four minutes. Sure, but I mean, it's right by, you know, right by a sign that's like not an exit. And of course, he accosts the doctor as she was snooping around like, what you doing down here, doctor? You know, like, it's yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure he was like, you know. We're not being insensitive. He no, did no. the really yes. like bad. He was doing that accent. Accent, yeah. Yes. I don't know if that's his real. I was Why is... There's nothing offensive about doing a Jamaican accent. Yeah. Is there? I mean, any more than like doing an Australian accent. No, I mean, we're not trying to appropriate it or anything. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, that's how this guy sounded. Yeah. And we're not making yeah. fun of him. It's no. just we're trying to be accurate. I don't know. It just wanders. It's just a wandering movie. Eventually, we go back to the, the photojournalists who were like, ah, there's been a... This, this is it's, such a weird, no, it's, it's, fucking weird it thing that even, happens that doesn't make dumb. sense. They get a call on the radio that there's been a drive-by shooting, and it's a kid. And they're like, oh, sweet. And they drive over there, and they split up to each go get B-roll. <laughs> and uh, one of them talks to this kid who's, like, hanging out. And he's just like, so tell me about the kid who got shot. And he was like, yeah, it was my sister. And he's like, oh, that's a shame. Anyway, buck up, kid. See but you later. It's also like the kid has... <laughs> He's like ghost makeup. Yeah, on. the kid looks dead. I <laughs> yeah. thought the kid was dead. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like there is a there is a layer of movie that they walked back on here because this kid is clearly supposed to be a fucking ghost yes, or something. Because yeah. the reveal of this is that it's all been set up by Maniac Cop to kill yeah. these. Has two. it been set up by Maniac Cop? Yes, I think I think Maniac Cop used it as a setup. <laughs> he went there, murdered everybody else, so that he could murder these. Because guys. there was only one ambulance there, and there was no child in it. It was just the paramedics and the other. F- yeah. Photographer. The child's still dead somewhere while his... Maybe. While I don't his, think there was a dead I, child. I think they the implication was Maniac Cop set up this ruse, paid this dead kid <laughs> to show up <laughs> and tell them this story so that, one, he could murder the photojournalist and the paramedics who didn't do anything wrong, and then take their videotape to give it to Robert DeVee so that he can expose it and clear Kate's name. How, okay. did, how does one pay a dead kid? In, like, I, two opal? I, like, <laughs> like, I, okay, I have a quick rewrite of this scene that, go that ahead. saves it. Let's do it. When the freelance videographer dude asks the kid where she was shot, this kid pulls his shirt away to reveal that the actual bullet wounds that are on this kid, and then Maniac Cop Maniac Cops him from behind. Right. Okay, that's how that's how that scene should have played sure. out. Sure, there's a bunch it, of ways it should yeah. have played out. That kid was the one who got shot, and mm-hmm. 
right. Maniac Cop used his ghost powers to bring that kid back for half a second. Exactly. And, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? That makes sense. What that? How it works in this? Or doesn't you know, make or sense. Or Doctor Voodoo is in the background, like yeah, conjuring yeah. him for half a second, and yeah. he's what the one that made the call. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I just like there's lots of ways to do this, and you know, show that Doctor Voodoo has a a police scanner, radio, whatever, CB. You know, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just. You're just spitballing here. Yeah, I, I mean, there's <laughs> lots of ways to actually tie these plots together to mean something, it's, but they don't mean fuck all because they, they're just like, I don't know, we brought him back because reasons, and now it's sort of Bride of Frankenstein, but also she's totally brain dead and will not be coming back or coming back alive at any point in the rest of this movie. So, she's completely useless and yeah. will remain useless and remain dead for the entire movie. Here's what I don't understand, yeah. and there's a lot of information about the production out there, but this part doesn't make any sense, which is I understand... They, they changed your main character and therefore everything involving that main character had to be extracted. And that's what made the movie not make sense and that's what made your final cut come in at like 53 minutes. Yeah. I understand that. But these aren't union shoots. Like these are not in any way in any kind of <laughs> under any authority. Why they didn't just have some PA take the script and say, can you link these scenes together in a way that makes sense instead of let's just shoot what's left and fuck it I'm going to throw a fit and leave the production at the end because fuck everything. I hate movies now or whatever he did. I, I just, I don't understand that. I, I, unless they, unless they were told like the day before shooting was supposed to start that they couldn't do that. I, what I, you just came up with made 10 times more sense. That's because I'm a great writer. Yes. And, and <laughs> <laughs> someone else could have thought of that same general idea no only i could oh, have thought okay. of that general so, idea chuck well but someone else could have thought of another idea right that I, was... I honestly i feel like there was probably other behind the scenes drama i honestly think that lead i think that lady was supposed to be a lead actress and she fucking sucked who kate yeah oh i think she was supposed to be like a main character in there like they saw her with the gun and like you know Kate capshawing it basically like eh, you know like and they were know. like okay kill her I like, think they were always going to do this this Bride of Maniac cop thing but, I yeah just, but I mean just... I think they like re re changed the direction when they're like yeah she's not coming back awake because we don't need any more of her acting I, I don't know I'm just saying like I feel like this was probably a forest for the trees kind of thing like Robert, Robert Forster from the, the trees yes <laughs> but no I just think that like you know, they probably like got so in the weeds of like problems and stuff that they were just like fuck it I you know can't see it can't see the way out even though it's like really simple just to like do a couple of little bits of tying the room together like you know yeah i mean sending out the the paparazzi guys out to get b-roll it's like motherfuckers you do that like all you need is like a shot of somebody going like oh what's that you know i mean like there are ways to salvage a film with like b-roll i mean it's it it usually looks ed woodish you know but right. it's like it yeah, can't be done. Some buffalo. <laughs> yeah i'm just saying it's like but it can be done better than this i mean i would take i would take ed wood over this where it's just like i don't know did they run out of? Did yeah. they just like run out of money, and they like they had no more money to buy film stock? I don't know. Um, yeah. It's it's. I don't know. We should watch that documentary. But <laughs> yeah, we should have. We uh, would have known all this. Shit. Yeah. Um, damn it. But I I think what then saves this film is whatever fucking madness is going on in the last twenty minutes because because of the chaos that Maniac Cop has created, mm-hmm. he's now free to just go scoop Kate out of bed. And take her down to the basement voodoo lounge mm-hmm. and just place her on a slab where voodoo man is like, all right, I'm going to give you a wife and I'll bring her back too. He doesn't even say it. He's just like, I'm bringing her back. I know. Yeah. There, he, I gave him more motivation than what he gives. Right. Basically, he's just like, I'm bringing her back. And we're assuming that it's because, you know, Maniac Cop needs 
you know, a wife. Maniac cop needs some lobbying. Yep. yep. <laughs> so <laughs> Robert V has, has figured this out and he's gone down there with the nurse for some reason, who's the only one who can hold a flashlight for some reason. Mm-hmm. And they burst in and he's like, Hey, stop what you're doing to Kate. Cause I'm about to ruin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he's like, just knock it off and like he steps aside and then maniac cop is back there and this is the first time that robert v has seen maniac cop uh he's had some inkling that it is maniac cop but he's never pursued it in any way right uh but then he's just like oh shit maniac cop since and he's holding a shotgun on what are we gonna do i also like that like doctor doctor lady i don't know what her name is doctor doctor lady doctor doctor lady (laughs) hello i'm doctor doctor lady doctor doctor lady (laughs) i i don't remember her name because again nobody has any real story in this or backstory but like she a couple times is the audience because mm-hmm. there's one point where there's a car chase happening <laughs> i think it's in the final car chase i know it doesn't really matter but there's part where she's in the oh, car it is. yeah it's, yeah yeah and she just screams i hate this i hate this <laughs> but there is a point where um like as soon as like they like okay so random b cop runs up to robert devine and it's like oh no they take taken kate you know and like he basically is like how long can she live off life support and the doctor's basically like uh she can't she like no. i mean I, I just like that like <laughs> she, yeah. she's she basically did. like yeah this is fucking pointless yeah. like we're chasing a a, a corpse yeah. at this point it's like but, you're trying to save a husk yeah <laughs> it's not yeah nothing there's no point in this right. but yeah he's like he's kind of had a hint that maniac cop is behind this right and so I, he, I, like i said i just i like that occasionally she slips through and like becomes the audience yes. cipher of just like i'm gonna say like what we all know like <laughs> right. you're fucking chasing like the second you pulled those plugs she she done like <laughs> yeah she's off the machine yeah. the machines were keeping her alive that's it <laughs> um so basically julius harris is is comes to the conclusion like i can't do this her soul doesn't want to come back there's mm-hmm. nothing i could do Maniac Cop yeah, does not accept that. Thus, the one book in the thing that I, they bother to carry right. through this entire movie. Yes. So Maniac Cop shoots him, mm-hmm. and then uh, basically there's a shootout. He starts shooting at Robert DeVee, and I think he hides. He, I think it was implied he was sprinkling gunpowder on her or something explosive because, uh, like, the bowl was like Who some knows? kind of black powder. It was. I mean, it was, it was granular or something. Shit. But I mean, like. You know, he got it knocked out of the way and it went everywhere. And so when he got shot, I mean, shit just like immediately went. We also had a candle. He dropped it on her. She immediately went up in flames. I just mean, it was like, you know, like more so than just a person with clothes on should do. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, well, I mean, just like shit just goes on fire in maniac cops. Sure. Sure. It does. Uh, So she's on fire. She's hot. Um, Maniac cop comes over, scoops her up. Mm -hmm. And now he is on fire. Mm -hmm. Maniac cop will be on fire. For the rest of the film. Yeah. So. Is it the shoes? (laughs) (laughs) All the other team had to do is score once. And yeah. yeah. So at the end of Maniac Cop 2, one of the things that we loved was that Maniac Cop was on fire for like eight straight minutes. Mm -hmm. And we were like, holy shit, this is awesome. So at least for three, they were like, okay, what if he's on fire for 20 minutes? (laughs) And what if they do some awesome shit during that? What if he's just driving down the road on fire? Right. I just want to give a big shout out to the stunt performers because, like, I'm sure they did it in in separate takes, but that oh, dude's completely does. 100% covered in fire. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's carrying something on fire mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And, fuego totalmente. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he scoops up this oh, mannequin oh. that's on fire and shambles out of there. Um but doesn't get out initially because it's a fake ending. Like there's a, what's the thing that ends it coming out of there to where they're like, this is no big deal. What that ends what now? So 
like at at first uh-huh. we we think it's like he we don't think he even gets out of the hospital right um he's carrying her oh the hospital he um fuck what is it well yeah they're, they're not in the hospital they're in the church right they're in, right they're, they're under in, yes yeah they're in the the brother voodoo but but robert v does something to stop yeah. him and it's kind of weak sauce it's like that's it and then Robert DeVee and what's her name are in an ambulance and they're just like, We're- I think he just kind of collapsed. Like he had her and was just stumbling like, oh, I yeah. can't right. go anymore. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. were just like, shut the doors. And the right. place went up and they're and like, hey, she passed out for yeah. some reason, smoke inhalation or something. Right. And then they're like, okay, they're in the ambulance and, and they do the scene like, okay, all the cop, the ambulances are here. Let's take you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you want to go to this hospital? And he's like, no other side of town, please. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes the other one. Like, yes, I love that. Like there are two hospitals in New York city, <laughs> East and West, which by the way, this movie starts with a scene establishing it's New York City and then immediately cuts to a scene that is obviously Los Angeles. Like, I've never been to Los Angeles. And as soon as I saw that shot, I was like, oh, that's Los Angeles. That's that bridge. That's the L.A. River. I know exactly where you are. Um, but yeah, so they're just like they're in the ambulance and she's awake now and she takes off the oxygen mask and they start to make out. And then all of a sudden, well, you hear the briefest like police sirens yeah. creeping louder. Like yes. at first, it's like it's just kind of like an escort, but you hear like kind of a screech, and then the sirens get louder and the lights get louder, and yes. yeah, and the Maniac lights get cop. louder. Yeah. Yeah. The lights get louder. Yes, <laughs> Maniac cop has stolen a police car, and he's still on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and well, you is... can go faster. You have unlimited turbo. That's true. Yes. Right. <laughs> and. My God, this scene goes on forever. Oh, and, it does. And it's so like... But it kind of starts with something awesome, which is like <laughs> the ambulance driver. <laughs> Maniac cop drives up next to the to the ambulance. The ambulance driver looks at it and goes, no, fuck this. <laughs> and just leaps out of the car. Yeah. The ambulance is going at speed. Like, oh, yeah. They have not slowed down or anything. He's just like... I'm out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and bails. Yeah, he just He's he just Steve Carell's right the fuck out of that car. Yes, <laughs> like, and we're like, oh, okay. Now it's the ambulance. Yeah. Really, <laughs> it's the same movie. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, she starts driving, and Robert DeVee's like, I, I don't know. And and like you said, and like we were thinking, it's like okay. Because he's unloading his gun into Maniac Cop mm-hmm. over and over and over again. He unloads, I don't know, three magazines into him. Yes. So like Forbes people. Yes. All the all the hot magazines of the four wheeler at the time. Four wheeler month. Yeah. And like you said, you were like, use the hollow points. You established it in the first scene. What the fuck are you doing, movie? And that's not what he does. He he takes an oxygen mask or or an oxygen tank and footballs it into the back seat. And you're like, okay, that's gonna blow up. But he's already on fire. What's the big deal? And then that doesn't blow up for like another seven eight minutes. Like they just keep cutting to it. It's on fire, and they're like, "Well, it's gonna blow up at some point." They gotta get their, they gotta get their money's worth of these car stunts. Yes, because man, he is on fire, and he keeps crashing into the ambulance, and they're just doing like, "Okay, I'm gonna hit my brakes for a second. Ha ha, you went past me." And then for some reason, it's like now, but hit, well, hit at again. this point, <laughs> when the um, when the oxygen tank has come into play, Maniac Cop is holding on to the inside of the ambulance door. Yeah, right? he's, which he's basically you know, fused. Because I, I think the the first Top Gun hit the brakes and they'll go right by. Yeah, uh, 
took the door off the side of the police car okay. because there was no door. Yeah, there was no door. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, he ripped the door off and got in the police car. So right. there's never a door. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but he is no. He's he fucks yeah. your door yeah, over he, and over yeah, yeah. again in this movie. There, there was never a door from no. the moment he entered the cop no. car. Maniac. Or actually, we wouldn't know. No, we didn't see him get in the cop we car. We did not. We did not. No, he but, ripped the door off of off of Robert I mean, Davi's car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, to put the tape in it. <laughs> so anyway, right. somewhere along the way, there is no door because he is just driving through traffic with his bare arm that is on fire like uh, pit maneuvering cars. Mm-hmm. He's just driving with his, up, arm. With yeah. his arm. He's just driving alongside him going push like the rock with a, a fucking torpedo on an icy lake. Yeah. You know, it's just That's like fucking yeah. great. And it's just, it's just like pit maneuver, <laughs> pit maneuver. And then when he gets up alongside the ambulance, yeah, he just fucking clamps on and is like, <laughs> right. you know, uses his arm as a clamp. Yeah. Um, is maniac cop getting stronger throughout the movies? Sure. Or has he always been like super strong? Well, sure. Why not? By in the first one, he was kind of, you could wound him. Mm-hmm. In the second one, it was just you know the clip we saw at the beginning of him. It's like just you suck me a cop. through. <laughs> you, you fucking big stupid bad cop. You're yeah. a maniac. <laughs> you wound me, oh, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, he, you can't insult him. Yeah. Suffer um, the slings and arrows. Yeah. So Robert V is still pumping bullets into him, and it's still not doing anything. No, it's not. And the cars are fused together, and he's like. That thing, that tank's gonna blow in the next ten minutes or so. I don't know. We got to get a detached from Maniac Cop. Um, eventually, crashes into just a random railroad crossing post that's in the middle of the road somewhere, yeah. and it separates them to where uh, it separates them by severing Maniac Cop's arm. Yes, mm-hmm. and then the ambulance rolls, and Maniac Cop just kind of stunts to the end of this wherever they are and turns around. And so the, the ambulance is rolled, and, and again, it's it's a it's an establishing. That's that's another problem with this movie is it's, it's establishing something that you don't pay off because all of this is occurring right at a railroad crossing, and right. you're like, I've seen a movie, yeah, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, a fucking right. random yes. train is going to help finish this, but yes, no, it's no. just they they get to be <laughs> they, sort of like you know they're going to have a chicken race or whatever except the ambulance is like laying on its side it's on its side and, and you see maniac cop and he's like gunning the engine he's mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna ram he's yep. still on fire by the way yep. uh and he's just gonna ram this ambulance uh and it, it's at this point that the oxygen oxygen tank finally explodes yep. filling the the on fire car with more fire mm-hmm. and this, and explosions and yes and so many explosions this is what it took to stop maniac cop. But this is what happens when you steal Officer Napalm's car. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the fucking best part of this movie happens. All of that was awesome. 20 minutes of maniac cop on fire was awesome. But then the two of them slowly emerge from the ambulance, which is on its side. Mm-hmm. Robert DeVee's like, well, took care of that. Pulls out a cigarette, kind of pats around his jacket. It's like, I don't have a lighter. Goes over to the, the door of the ambulance. And you don't see it at first, but he rips there's <laughs> Maniac a, Cop's there's a arm. Good kind of Velcro-y sound yes. as he rips Yes, because it's yeah. melted and fused sure. to the car. Yeah. He rips off Maniac Cop's dismembered arm, which is still on fire, and uses it to light his cigarette. And then throws it at the rest of the burning wreck. And she looks at him like, oh, you. <laughs> me, me, five minutes ago, she's screaming, I hate this at the top of her lungs. Hey, and now well, she's she like, survived. I know. know, but she's just like, oh, you're funny. His Look personality is rather disarming. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's just a last shot of them wheeling a corpse into the morgue, which is Kate. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not Maniac Cop. Maniac Cop's already there, mm-hmm. but you see a Maniac Cop's hand come out from under the sheet and grab Kate's hand, and then the coroner just kind of turns around, and is like, 
the fuck? And then the movie ends. <laughs> yep. Man, what a ride. <laughs> Mostly on fire. It was in Fuego. <laughs> yeah. Mania Cop 3 is a, is a weird-ass thing. But it's cool. <laughs> Agreed. At least they were like, I don't know. Let's do some cool shit. Um, well, I'll, I'll start because I have a feel I'll probably be the lowest rated. Okay. Uh, I'm only giving a sequel jocks. All right. I, I don't like uh, dismembered movies like this. <laughs> uh, no, it's just like I don't like things that have this lack of cohesion like this. Sure. I mean, I... I appreciate the things that they filmed well, and I appreciate the fire stunts and car stunts and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, like, no, also. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Things like this, I, I have constantly said, it costs you no extra money. I guess it does in, in Larry Cohen's case, but it doesn't <laughs> cost you no extra money just to, like, make the script good. Like, that's that's <laughs> yeah. free. Well, you know, like, I mean... I mean, it takes talent. Yeah, it takes talent to make it good. You can make an effort to make it make sense, right. and no that's, one did. That's what I mean. It's like it, you know, cleaning up the script or you know, connecting A to B to C is doesn't cost you more money, or it shouldn't cost you more money if yeah. you're doing anything even halfway right. And it, it's not like this is first time movie makers or some shit like that. I mean, it's like I, 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 my tolerance for like, oh, we've been doing this shit for ten plus years, and we just all of a sudden fucked up. It's like how, like clearly how how did you like i think like i was just so yeah. disgusted by yeah. the process i'm of not it pointing at any one person no I'm just i know saying, like you're fucking professionals how yeah. do you not like just connect the dots a little bit like but i mean you know we've seen countless movies where it's like there's obviously something missing here and then the film will patch it in with adr they're like sure. oh we yeah. forgot to connect these two things we need to just have someone say something yeah. in the background and, I and roll that my will... eyes at that but at least it's like well at least you try yeah at least someone was like yeah. you know at least the I, script what... continuity person stepped in and go uh, excuse me like at least there's someone credited as a script right. continuity person right you know? <laughs> yeah i think uh one of the fast and furious movies maybe six or, or something had a scene where they obviously had to go grab the rock from whatever he was doing to film some bit of connective tissue for that movie and it was the scene where they forgot to put the goatee back on the rock so there's one scene in the middle of this movie where it's like uh you don't have any facial hair what the hell um but they were they figured it was important enough that they had to get this exposition back in the movie for that to make sense mm-hmm. um but i i appreciate that this movie is has a a sense of well we can't really do anything about it to make it good but we can do some cool ass shit at the end um probably the financiers won't have any problem with the stunt stuff so that got to stay um so were you I, yeah yeah that's it okay. basically the jocks i mean like i i would still say watch it but like i this is one i could hover both ways i mean i'd still say watch it because i think the stunts are worth watching yeah. but like everything else sucks I mean, especially when Mini Cop 1 and 2 exist. Like, right. why? I mean, other than the car stunts. Like, there's sure. nothing here. Mm-hmm. So, he, here's the thing with me. I, I watched the first two again last week in preparation, so I wouldn't feel lost. So, I would have some... You didn't need to. The first two were in this movie. We're pretty movie. much in this movie. <laughs> um, and, and we got a recap in the I, beginning. I maintain my opinions on the first two, which is that the first one is kind of just a real movie. Like, it doesn't do anything outlandish. It's just like... Yeah, he's a cop who was dead and now he's not, and he's it's a slasher movie basically. And there, there's not really any over the topness in it to really go, wow, that's great. The second one, they're like, okay, what if same plot, but just fucking crazy bullshit? And we're like, yeah, okay, yes, that's perfect. Uh, this is this is the worst of the three, but I'm giving it a higher Bamcast rating than I gave the first one. I gave the first one one jocks. I'm giving this one two 
I was kind of sitting at zero the whole time because I was like, this sucks. Like, you're not doing it right. And then Maniac Cop's on fire for 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, one jocks. And then he fucking lights a cigarette with the dude's arm. And I'm like, all right, two jocks. You, you, did, you did good. <laughs> those two things are worth it to me. I will, I will always remember this movie for those two things. <laughs> he was on fire for 20 minutes. And then he lights a cigarette with the dude's arm. So uh, two jocks. It's weird that I'm going to give this an official rating that is lower than the first one, but the <laughs> podcast rating is higher. That's weird, but whatever. I think I'm going to have to go with Harlow on this one. Um, I can recommend it, but just barely and mainly because it's 80 minutes. If it was any longer, like if this was a, if this was even a 90 minute movie, it would have dragged on too long. And I, I'm saying that like fully understanding they could have added 10 more minutes of fire. Um, but I don't think that would have, you know, I, I don't think that would have. I would have taken 10 minutes more connective tissue. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. honestly. Well, okay, like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like if they add, if they yeah. add 10 more minutes of. Giving some people backstories or, I mean, just of, writing fucking Kate of, out of the movie because she's totally pointless. Like, I don't, that's the thing is like. Or if they wrote like. Like, okay, so Robert Davi is really fond of Kate. Like, he, she dies in the line of duty. Mm -hmm. Robert Davi finds this voodoo guy to bring her back, and instead he accidentally brings back Maniac Cop. Mm -hmm. So then he has to go find another voodoo guy or somebody to bring back <laughs> Maniac Kate, and then they have a Maniac Kate versus Maniac Cop. Sure. You know? That would have been awesome, like, too. That's a great movie right yeah. there. Um, yeah. If they had just had... Like Supernatural with Ole and Isles. Oh, that's my favorite thing, thing to order at Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> well, they call it that because it's going to haunt you later. Right. <laughs> and it was on for 16 seasons. Yeah. Um, if they had just had some... So, they they totally made up the back, more new backstory for the Maniac Cop in the second one. They were just like, nah, forget all that. It's actually this. If the third one had just had this voodoo guy read an article, it's like, oh, he died on the day he was going to get married. That's sad. You know, he deserves a wife or something. And, and he was just like, I'm going to bring you back to one, right the wrongs that happened to my boy or something. Like, I, I need you to do something for me, and then I'll do this for you. That's all it needed mm -hmm. was just like, go right these wrongs for me. Here, I will here. give you a wife that you can share the afterlife with or whatever the hell the Maniac Cop's existence is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's an easy way to like actually connect this all up. I mean, honestly, like first off, you need, you need the motivation for the voodoo guy, I think, is most important. Like, why the hell would you resurrect somebody yes. without a good reason? Yep. So I think Cause you can. <laughs> well, I, I think I think you go back to like the Mark for Death thing and it's basically like this guy fucked up a police station hardcore. If we set this motherfucker loose, we can do all of our crimes we sure. want with this guy running around sure, wrecking yeah. shit. And then at the end, it's like, oh, fuck, we have to face our own creation. And, you know, like, right. you know, then Maniac Cop gets to kill your drug dealer, whatever dudes, Haitian, whatever guys. Yeah. You know. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm Any just number saying, of things. I'm just saying, like, and then, you know, whatever. The girl can be like, a, you know, a, a dangly plot, like a carrot on a stick for Maniac Cop, you know, like make that the control mechanism of like, oh yeah, you know, sure, you know, like, get this lady. Uh, well, just like you know, like we will make you a partner. You know, you will no longer be alone. You know, whatever. I'm just, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. And that takes like three and a half minutes 
sure. at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, maybe not make it a really old dude who may be blind. I was never quite sure if he was supposed to be blind. He kept making I think motions. he was just making faces. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying he was making motions like he was acting like a blind person occasionally or just right. generally not giving a fuck. But again, no backstories for anybody. Yeah. yeah. Give a backstory to old yeah. Julius. I think that was his name. It was. Um, yeah. Not his character's name, but yeah. Did All they ever to... even say his character's name? No, they didn't. That's did why not. I just keep saying, I mean, what, Brother Voodoo's a Marvel character. That's why I keep saying that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, he did have a character name. Uh, Houngen. 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 <laughs> Houngen. Nobody calls him Houngen. Houngen. Or Houngen. 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 Yeah. Houngen. Yep. Whatever. Nobody calls him I don't him know. That. I mean, they you know, they give names to like the, the fucking photographers and shit and it's like i don't know which and, names and are was that him pretending to be the homeless guy outside the crime scene yes I thought it was, yes, it was. but it I, just yeah. seemed very strange that he would be there right that's what i mean i was like that's i him. saw it happen i was know? like that's him right i mean <laughs> yeah. i'm not trying to be like why would that be the same guy but i'm like that's the same fucking guy yeah like, it was yeah yeah <laughs> I, I again like you know there it's are... just weird that he's there to like ah, yeah that guy's yeah. head's gone right I stabbed it earlier, and that's, that's how I brought I mean. back Maniac. You know, it's like, why? I don't know. Yeah. It's just they almost like put it together. They, yeah, 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 they almost yeah. put something together because they had him there, and yeah. he could be like, "Oh, I hate cops or whatever. I hate <laughs> any cops that aren't maniacs or whatever. <laughs> right. I hate you, normal cops. Yeah. yeah, fuck you guys. Or like, you know, a maniac cop uh, or maniac cop was trying to save me, and you killed him, or any, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, literally shoot a anything. flashback sequence." Yeah. It's the thin boo line. <laughs> Spooky oh, gums. Yeah. Wow. What? <laughs> that one did that one break you? That was it. That was the one that did it. Yeah. Wow. It's just so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boo line. Holy shit. Boo lies better. <laughs> nope. I no. would like to thickly boo that line. Yeah. Uh, but it's too funny. <sighs> so. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's a podcast. Yeah. That's, that's all there is to that's that. That's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We, we've finished a franchise. Fin- we finished the fight. Yep. Yep. Until the, the official real... Yeah, until Nicholas. that HBO show. That's never yeah. going to happen. Man, I can't wait to see the Neon Demon version of fucking Maniac Cop. Can't wait for that. That's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be unpleasant and yeah. <laughs> nothing much will happen. It'll look good in HDR and oh, yeah. be very unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. So... Yeah. yeah. So, um, how, so that, how do people talk to us? Uh, with words. You know, with words and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you could, uh, I don't know. What do you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm really fucking know. this up, aren't I? <laughs> how um, What would you like? So, to... <laughs> so are you talking you tell about me like, the name like of the movie you want? <laughs> writing words or talking words? If you want to use the written word, written word, you can email us bmf at bmfcast.com or catch us on any of our socials. Right. Yeah. Uh, what if you wanted to speak into a telephone device? Uh, you could call 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263 and uh, catch the Garfield hotline. Talk to us. Right. Leave a voicemail. Uh, what if you are flush with cash and want to give some of it away in exchange for other podcasts? Uh, like podcasts other than ours or other podcasts that we create? No, other podcasts that we do. Oh, okay. I, okay, I gotcha. Uh, Patreon.com slash BAMFCAST. Yes. B-M-F-C-A-S-T. <laughs> right. It does get confusing sometimes. Know. You know, yeah, you say yeah. BAMF, but there's really no A. No. Yeah. It, it's it's just dumb to say BAMFCAST. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
uh, and just a general website for all of our business. Oh, we don't have those. Okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't have one generally for all of our business, but we do have one for the BAMFcast, which is bmfcast.com. Right. Everything we just mentioned, you can find there. Correct. Uh, links to all those things. Uh, yeah. Also, this week, if you want to search uh, BMFcast on eBay, there are a bunch of charity auctions running. Mm-hmm. So movies from our past that uh, we have decided, eh, we don't ever need that again. Uh, <laughs> those movies are declaring their independence from us at this fabulous 4th of July sale special. Right. Man, you're a, you're a salesman. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, go check those out. Cheap prices, yeah. good stuff. Maybe you want to do a podcast and you want a pile of shit movies. Well, guess what? <laughs> movies that we have decided, nah, we're not going to watch that. Or movies where we're like, no one ever needs to see that again. <laughs> Get it out of here. Uh, are now uh, full charity auctions. Uh, 100% of the sale goes to our charity. And what charity is that right now? I believe it is currently the ASPCA. Mm. So save them animals. Treat them it good. is kitten season. So It is kitten season. Duck season. Right, kitten season. <laughs> kitten season. Uh, so save them cats. Buy a DVD. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yes, and we'll give you some BFCast goodies to go with that. Some, one some business cards, one you can land and or buy two that you can see. <laughs> That's Independence oh, Day. Oh, I'm going back to the Independence okay. Day references. Yeah. You're about two and a half minutes late on that, but it's yeah. a good try. Fine, I'll make it work. No, you <laughs> won't. Edit it together. No, no you won't. Don't bother. Okay. Don't bother. All right. Do not treat my jokes with such revere. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Ha. End this show. Okay. All right, let's quit horsing around. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's get out of here. I am Harlow. I am BJ. I'm Chuck. And for Mackie, this is Bamfcast out. Beep.